I don't understand it. Why doesn't the author have a website? They make it so much harder for me. Authors need a website. Why don't they get that? I don't know, you mean all authors don't have a website? Hey Autumn, can you do a video on this? Why yes, yes I can. Hi, I'm Autumn Bardot. Welcome to my channel. I'm an author, a writer, a mom, and a whole lot more. On this channel, you'll find writing tips, author tools, and um, how to live your best writing life. Because let's face it, most of us are, most of us, our writing is our passion. And we have to squeeze that passion in with all of the other things that we do, full-time jobs, caretaking, paid or not, and all those other life responsibilities. I would love if you would click and subscribe to join our writing community. By subscribing and clicking and commenting and liking and all that great stuff, it boosts the video up into the algorithms and YouTube will then give it a better shot at being seen by writers and authors like yourself. If you're already a subscriber and a viewer, you've probably noticed that my voice has not been so great. I usually make my videos a couple weeks in advance and um, the last 10 days have been, I've been very ill. So um, you saw like the tail end of a video, I guess the last video, my, my voice was pretty raspy. And um, this week I'm on the tail end of the raspiness. So um, it's been a tough go, but I finally feel better after about 10 days. So, okay, enough about that. Just wanted to give you a heads up again on the voice thing. Um, I had a really interesting conversation a few weeks ago prior to losing my voice with a reviewer friend who was really frustrated that the author, that the reviewer, I'm going to call this reviewer R, R was really frustrated that the the author did not have a website. And so when R said this, um, I said, wait, I know why I as an author need a website. Why do you, the reviewer, need one? And so you know what? She told me. Now before I go into her reasons for why she wants an author to have a website, I want to tell you a little bit about the R, the reviewer. This reviewer is a notable reviewer with maybe a few books shy of a thousand reviews. So an official reviewer. And that's a thousand reviews in the reviewer's favorite genre. Uh, the reviewer is genre specific for the most part. The reviewer gets ARCs, advanced review copies from big time um, authors, best-selling authors um, in that genre. The reviewer knows them all, and I don't mean like knows them, but knows them. This reviewer has major cred uh, with the publishing community at large. And the reviewer writes insightful, astute, informed, honest, and articulate 
reviews. This reviewer knows their stuff. That's, so that's the kind of reviewer. It's not your just, your casual reviewer. Although you're gonna see that this will, the reviewer, the major cred reviewer will have the same reasons as the casual reviewer. That's, you know, just the person who loves to read and says, oh, I like this book or hated this book and so I'm going to leave a review. Okay, so let's get back to um, R's reasons for why an author needs a website. And if I'm talking to you, good. <laughs> and if you already have a website, great. And stick around because you might be surprised why reviewers like authors like us to have a website. The reviewer said that after reading the book that they want to find out more about the author. Something, anything. It helps them connect with the author or feel connected with the author in some small way. They want to feel like they know something about the author. Sometimes they think it will give them more insight into the book, maybe not. But the reviewer said that they are more likely to read more of the author's books if they feel like they know their the author's personality. They can put a face to them, that kind of thing. So I thought that was very interesting and something I, as a author, had actually never considered. The reviewer also said that they want to see the author's other books. Do they have a backlist? Do they write in other genres? Is this their first book? They want to be able to buy more books if they love the book that they just read. They want to know if you're currently working on a book. If one's coming out soon, where your books are. The reviewer wants to sign up for your newsletter so they can get more information about your books, your upcoming books, sales, promotions, and if you have a blog or a vlog in a topic that is of interest to them, then they will follow that as well. So they want to sign up for the newsletter. If they like the book, they want to connect with the author on other platforms, on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok. Did I leave some out? Whatever the platforms are, it is an easy way to make a connection, to leave a comment, to just feel like you know the author a little bit more. That's kind of fun. They want to get hyped about your next book if they see it coming or, or be a part of your research process or, you know, your writing process. That's building relationships with your readers and I think that is invaluable. I know I love when a reader comments on any of my posts on my YouTube, on any of my social media platforms, and I have them all. I have LinkedIn, Pinterest, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Facebook groups, Write Better, Author Smarter, 
Historical Fiction Fans Club, Club Autumn, um, my Autumn Bardot page. Did I leave anything out? I don't think so. So am I super active on all of them? No, because you know, life. But I do try to post there regularly, especially when like I've uploaded a new video. So, and if other cool things are happening, I post about that too. But I love when a reader comments. It makes me feel connected to them. I, I can't really explain how good it makes me feel. I mean, I can't speak for other authors, but it's like a little dose of happy when a reader comments. I want to break in because I, I'm really, I'm so excited. I am finally finishing up my master's class and it is the power of archetype and how to write a more masterful sentence. And that's going to be available this summer at the Historical Fiction Company. It's not just historical for historical fiction writers. It is for, it is just, they're the ones who are hosting it. It's information for all writers. So oh, it really, it's gonna give you tips and deep dive information into archetype, working with them, using them, manipulating them, and just kind of tricks that help you write better and write faster and figure out what you're going to do with your plot, that kind of stuff. And write a more masterful sentence is, is a love of mine, I must say. And as many of you know, I do teach literary analysis. I know what you're thinking. You're like, oh, literary analysis, snoozeville. But really learning literary analysis helped me understand those fine detailed nuances of what takes a sentence or a paragraph from, from meh to good to oh, wow. And you know, it's an art. Writing is an art. And just like with any art, be it, you know, drawing or painting or music, the more you know about those fine-tuned things, the more you are able to integrate them into your own works of art, into your own masterpieces. So I'm going to share um, some very, very specific things that you can do to transform your sentences, your prose, a paragraph, whatever it is you, you think needs extra oomph. So I hope to see you for that class. So let's get back to the reviewer. The reviewer said that they, when they write the review on their website, the reviewer's website, that they want to post the social media links and their website, usually at the end of a review. It's free advertising for you, the author. So if you don't have those links and an easy place for the reviewer to find them, you're doing yourself a disservice. They're not gonna hunt down your links. And many authors, maybe because they made the accounts early or something, I don't know, but they're hard to track down on social media because their their names aren't, their pen names, right? There isn't their author names. So they have a weird combination. And so you can't find that. So make it easy for the reviewer by linking all of that on your website. 
going directly to your website. Also, the reviewer said, you know, on your website, authors will have all of the different book types, ebook, paperback, maybe hardback, maybe audio, maybe large print, there's a variety. And then all of the different platforms that it's on, Amazon, Kobo, Apple Books, I know there's Barnes and Noble. I know there's a whole bunch more that I'm, I missed. But it makes it easier for the reviewer to link it right onto your book page that's on your website. Because then, as a, as a reader, you can choose the platform that you like the best or the book format that you prefer. As an author, you want to make it easy for the reviewer. Reviews are gold. Reviewers who love your book are glittering gold with jewels. Roll out the red carpet for them and that red carpet is a website. The reviewer also said that if she loves the style of an, of an author, how they write, she wants to promote them. And the reviewer does that by taking the reviews and putting them on the reviewer's own social media platforms and then linking you, tagging you, you know, linking your website, your social media, um, tagging you. But if you don't have those or you make it too difficult to hunt down, they're not going to do that. And you've missed out on free advertising, free promotion for other people to find you. Because the whole thing about reviewers, especially big time reviewers, is other people are following them and they're buying your book or buying books based on reviews. And they're thinking, that's a cool review. I, I think that's an interesting topic. I, I want to buy that. And then they buy the book. But same thing, even the casual reader wants to know more about you, wants to follow you on social media. And if you don't have it, that makes it really challenging. Then the reviewer said this, and I, frankly, I was, I was a little bit blown away. They said this, if an author doesn't have a website, then I know the author is not invested or up to speed with how the book world works. Wow. And 100% accurate. Now, there are some authors who are famous recluses. Thomas Pinchon. Pinchon? Yeah, Thomas Pinchon, I believe, is one of them. But there are others. That's a them thing, and, and they're already famous enough. But for all the rest of us, I want people to be able to find me, to link with me, to find me on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and all those things. So, Okay, if you're an author without a website, we're going to look at the basics that you need. And if you're an author with a website, but you're thinking, eh, I need to work on my website, let's look at the basics of what you need. First, let's just say there are lots of free websites available. Um, mine isn't. Um, I've had a few websites as I've had different pen names. Um, I've kind of migrated everything over to Autumn Bardot. Dot com and I do have a website designer because 
once again, um, they're better, they're faster, and it would take me too long to figure all of that out. However, that being said, I have a totally free website that I set up for my other profession, which is teaching, which was free, which is Weebly. And it was free. I didn't buy a domain name. You still type in, you know, the name of the website. It comes up and it's very, very, very easy to use. So that's free. There's no excuse. There's also an option for me to buy that domain name and I'm not going to buy it because, you know, I'm going to be retiring in a few years. So unless something, you know, happens with that, I probably won't buy the donate. I won't buy the domain name. And when I retire, that might, that website might just go away. Um, not sure yet. You know, you don't know where life takes you. I use Webly for my teaching stuff, but there's also Wix, and I believe there's a few more. So just take a look at it, find something that's easy, and just build it. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be fancy. What you call your website is important, though. It needs to be your author name, not your book, not some other weird stuff, because people are going to look at your author name. That's what they're going to look up. So let's tie, say you want to buy your domain name and it's your author name and you type it in and lo and behold, it's already taken. Okay, you have a couple different options. You can do your author name, author, or author, and then your author name, or writer, author name, or author name, writer. Okay, so that might help. Anything that's going to be your name is important. You don't need a book yet. If you are a new writer and you're starting and you're in the middle of writing your first book, you don't need your book out yet. I had a website well before I indie published my uh, Merkaba series, which was my very first series. And then I set up another website for my Autumn Bardot pen name while I was actually going through the editing process for my traditionally published work. So I had two for a while. Elsie Marie, I did all by myself, and then I realized taking too much time, and then that's when I hired a, um, a web designer to just do it. Just do it. Here's what I want. Just do it. And it's gone through a lot of different, and it's gone through changes as well. It went through a big change about a year ago, and I'm really excited about it. And they were able to do something that would have been way beyond my expertise. <laughs> Here's the basics that you need. You need your social media links, which means you need some social media. You need a newsletter sign up if you have one and have one. If for nothing less than somebody at some point, maybe your mom will sign up. Um, it's a slow building process. There's information on how to do newsletters. I'm not a great newsletter person um, just because I've run out of time but that is on my list of, you know, things to do better at. You need an about you section, and that's not boring, <laughs> and a professional looking photo. 
no grainy photos, no group shots where you crop yourself. It's easy enough with your with your phone and a plain background or a plain wall. Those are really the best and make sure it's it's a it's a nice headshot, not something too far away. Remember, people are going to take a look at you and make a judgment. That's what they do. So if you're able to touch up that photo or you don't care at all, that's fine too. But people do look at the photos and remember photo worth a thousand words. You want, if you don't have a book, you want that coming soon and that place cover or just that blank book cover that says coming soon and a summary if possible. Normally that summary, if you're a first time writer, that will change as you go, oh, that first summary was horrible. And it's not even a summary. No, not a summary. It's just a teaser. It's what you're going to have on your Amazon product page. It's that teaser. And once again, you want to update it as you write better um, teasers, better descriptions. Um, for your first book. If you have a blog or a vlog, you also want to link that as well. Update as needed. Bottom line, do yourself a favor. Make it easy for reviewers to find your books, to find you, to connect with you. That's smart authoring. And if you like this kind of content, give it a thumbs up. If you have a comment and would love to share something, if I forgot something, oh, please let me know because you know, sometimes I forget things. And I love when you comment. Until next time, dream, create, and embrace. <laughs>